Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Ajar and Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. Listen, I think we can all agree. No matter how you, how you feel, you know, the, the, the guy's getting booed in there tonight. He's one of the best ever, and he's on his way to probably being the greatest of all time. I mean, the, the, the guy is an absolute stud. He looks better every time he comes out. You know, these people talk about him being boring. You're an idiot. You're an idiot if you think this guy's boring. He hasn't been in a boring fight in a while, and uh, he changed after he did that whole I only gave 30% tonight thing. He's been a different a different human being ever since the RDA fight. That is Dana White, president of the UFC, talking about Usman, who has won an impressive fashion the last couple of fights. That's the extent of my UFC knowledge. Nailed it. But I have read a little bit about that. Uh, <laughs> he, he really did have like this boring moniker to him, right? Uh, but he kept winning and winning, but still it wasn't like the style points weren't good enough for fans. No, yeah, and what really made fans upset was what Dana White was referring to when he fought Rafael Dos Anjos, um, which was a couple years ago now. Um, you know, it was a lackluster fight, a lot of grappling, not a lot of striking. And then after that fight, uh, which went to a decision, I believe, Kamar Usman said that he only gave, like, whatever it was, 20%, 30%, and he did that to him, which had MMA fans asking, well, hey, why do you only give 30% then? You know, like, if you're going to give 30%, why should we watch you? Um, so it was obviously, you know, I think he misspoke a little bit. That's not what he meant to say. But that's, what, that's how it came across, obviously. And then since that fight, uh, he's really hit the gas, and it's paid dividends not only from winning in the cage, but also I think his moniker of what people think of as him as an MMA fighter. Brent Martin here at Willie Jules Old School Barbecue down here in St. Augustine. Mirabella, come on down. Say hello until 6 o'clock trivia tonight at 6.30. Austin Lane back in the Action Sports Shack Studios. 4 o'clock hour begins here on ESPN 690. Welcome back to Coos, who's back from the honeymoon. Congratulations to him and Nicole. All right, is this a congratulations to Jacksonville with the UFC? Do we see this a lot more? Are we officially a hub? There's Vegas and Abu Dhabi and Jacksonville when it comes to big events in the MMA. Uh, there's a little bit of a political political realm to this no doubt the governor the mayor have been very active along with dana white but uh, what kind of dividends can this pay for jacksonville and uh, the mma and and ufc down the road yeah so finishing up you know with the card like i said that card had everything so it had the graphic violence that sometimes fans can crave um, it had the showcase of a, of a huge talent and Valentina Shevchenko, who absolutely just, uh, and, and you know, I mean, I, I should say woman handled, but she manhandled, uh, Jessica Andrade. Like it wasn't even a close fight and she really essentially beat Jessica Andrade her own game. So like that showcased the champion. That's what you want out of a, of a, of a card. Um, the belt changed, you know, champions, what you want out of Rose Nama Yunez when she fought, um, uh, now I'm drawing a blank. Who she is? Uh, Rose Namajunas when she fought. Um, oh, Brent, you gotta help me out now. Well, how? Nope. Oh my goodness. I just know Rose. There were a lot of roses being tweeted out. I mean, I just literally saw her name, and now I'm drawing a blank. That's what happened. Oh, I'm sorry. I can Wei picture. Zhang. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So when she fought Weili Zhang, um, the the belt changed hands there, and it was in a devastating fashion, a head kick. So that's something that you want out of a pay per view. And then the most important part is the last fight. It's what people go home on. And people went home on probably the most unexpected result to a Kamara Usman-Hori Masvidal fight. Kamara Usman knocked him out cold. Now, yeah. keep in mind, Hori Masvidal in 50 fights has never been knocked out cold like that. 
Well, that happened in Jacksonville, right? That happened at USC 261. So it, it was just, it was all the things that, it was all the ingredients that were needed to make a fantastic card. Now, to answer your question going forward, um, does it come back to Jacksonville? I think it does. I think that being in Florida where there's so many MMA gyms, that helps out. Like, I, I don't know. I'm not sure exactly when the, the next return date's going to be. Because I think now the goal is to kind of do it with did it before a little bit. Like they're going to go to Houston, right? Obviously Vegas is a hub as well, and they're they'll probably go to South Dakota because they go there sometimes for whatever reason. They're going to go to North Carolina again whenever that opens up, and you know they're going to go around the country again when things start opening up. But you can't knock the fact that Jacksonville, I think, showcased what it was all about. It was a fantastic crowd. Um, I think that in terms of housing this many people, in terms of the restaurants and the hotels, like I thought they all did a great job. I didn't hear any, any big complaints per se. So you have the, the hotels. You have the restaurants. You obviously have the atmosphere. You had people from all around the country come in and, and check this out. So I think it would be smart from day in a way. And at the end of the day, it's about making money, right? Well, Jacksonville sold out in how quickly? So if you want to make money, if you want to have a great crowd, I think Jacksonville's the spot to be. And I think Dana White understands that. Yeah, I, I think there are long-term ramifications of this. I, I, I really did wrestle in my head, uh, and I don't know the exact way to say this, because one, I don't want to. I've tried to say this out loud to myself a few times. One, I don't want to be the poor man's Las Vegas or the poor man's anything. I don't want it to come across that way. But... I just wonder, there's a sense of me that wonders, like, if if Jacksonville could be a little bit of that, that Vegas feel from 20 to 25 years ago, where they occasionally, at least in this sport, get, like, this big event, have some of the East Coast stars, if you will, even come over here and be a part of it, because we are a fast-growing city, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and it could be part of the identity. Now, we don't have casinos and all that stuff, but we got beaches. we got other things. If you go back to when Vegas, and, and I'm not like this historian on Vegas, but, but Vegas had like, you know, you, you had the Strip, but it was like a party place only. It, it's now developed into like a good place to live, still a good place to visit. Like mm-hmm. the identity of Vegas is totally different, at, at least I think, than it was 25 to, to 30 years ago. And at the time, 20 years ago, it was really fast-growing, right? People were moving there. All this stuff was going there. And it still had the flair of, well, that's Vegas. It's showtime in Vegas. I'm not telling you that every show and superstar is coming to Jacksonville. I just wonder, at least in this sport, if it could almost have that feel on the East Coast of, of, of taking a little bit of a role like that. And and maybe we should identify more things to come to Jacksonville in yeah. that same light. You know, I, again, I'm not eloquently saying this enough, sure. but I, it, I, that's what it reminds me of. It reminded me of that a Saturday. MMA is a growing sport. UFC is a growing sport. It has an interesting kind of following and fan base of, of all different walks of life. I, I really do wonder if it can help be a footprint of Jacksonville um, and, and transcend the area all across the country when it comes to the UFC. No, it, it definitely can. You know, I think when we talk about the East Coast, like obviously New York's always going to be Madison king. Square like Garden, Madison Square yeah. Garden out there, you know, they've, 
I think it was two or three years ago, they actually allowed MMA fights to take part in New York now. So obviously, like New York has a, has the East Coast on lockdown, let's just say. But once again, they, this is the UFC. They travel all over the place, and it's really a global event, right? Like once yeah, they yeah. open everything back up, like Australia is a huge hub. Um, I know Dana White wants to go to Africa, uh, I think, in 2022. That's going to be monumental. Um, China is a giant hub. Russia is a big hub as well. But when we talk about in the United States – and some of the best MMA gyms in the world being in Florida, yes, I think there there could be a hub in Jacksonville. It, it could be, I don't know, maybe a, a tri-yearly thing, maybe three times a year in Jacksonville or something like that. But th- that would be fantastic. It, it would help put Jacksonville on the map. It would only help. It wouldn't hurt, I feel like, the city of Jacksonville. So why not? Let me just uh, make one more kind of comparison. The one thing about the Players' Championship that few people, I think, totally comprehend and understand is that, yes, it's a huge local event, but it is a global event. Mm-hmm. Like, the amount of international TV that the Players' Championship in Ponte Vedra is shown on, TPC Sawgrass, I don't think we fully comprehend that. And so I think, yeah, Saturday night was, hey, Brandon, Saturday night was just another fight. I mean, it's 15,000 people. Great. You know, that, that's it. That's what it was. I don't know. I feel like internationally, Jacksonville looked good across the globe on on Saturday night in the MMA world, which again is kind of this unique world uh, of fans and and people. Uh, I think it looked good on Saturday night. So I just wonder what the impact of of that one was because I heard Jacksonville, Jacksonville, Jacksonville. Also, there's one reference. Uh, well, there's two references, really. One, Tom Brady. We'll get to him in a moment. But there's also that reference to the Joe Rogan meme. You know, I mean, yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. a meme that's going to live for a while, that whole broadcast team and yeah, their sure. reaction to the kick. Like, that is going to be associated with those fights in Jacksonville for a long time. And that sounds silly, but that's how stuff works no, in this for day sure. and age, well, you know? Yeah, I, and that's going to last a while. But, like, there's a couple of those Joe Rogan ones. Like, it, he, he always – like, the, the reaction things, uh, that took part probably about a year or two years ago. Um, and those are some great ones. Like, that last one, though, from UFC 261, that might be the best one ever. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. That meme will be tied to Jacksonville as well. Okay, last part. Uh, I just did this on, on social media. I, I said, uh, uh, this is a strange curiosity, mm-hmm. but what did Tom Brady do after the fights? <laughs> what do you think? Like, did he go out in Jacksonville? I mean, it's what, 1230, 1 o'clock? Does he go out? Did they rent, Did they stay in a hotel Saturday night? Did they fly oh, back to Tampa? Man. Like, what's that group do? Like, I was, I seriously thought. <laughs> I'm sure he I'm sure he went out and then he went golfing the next morning. I don't have Instagram. Somebody else tell me. I don't know. What is, I mean, what is maybe, the story maybe they play, you Now, you might be onto something. They might have come over and played like TPC Sawgrass. So, hey, Coos, yeah. did they play TPC Sawgrass on Sunday? Coos? I don't know. Nicole wasn't working. We weren't here. Coos, make a call. Yeah. Hey, all right, all right. I mean, let me he's, text her. All he's right. not in the business of the Tom Tracker. It's not yeah. his job to do that. I only have to follow the Trevor tracker. Exactly. Which, which by the way, that we our hotel was next to some presidential suites. I walked by a few times to see if Trevor Lawrence was oh, there. for his honeymoon? <laughs> yeah. No dice? He was not there. Dang. Mm. All right, last part about UFC. Jake Paul. Oh, no. Cormier. Oh, no. Real? No. Or was it the no. Masvidal Why Usman Super Bowl? I know you don't like to talk about this stuff, yeah. but... Where what I don't know if I fully believe that was a beef. That's my point because I saw what I saw Super Bowl week. Yeah, in no, Miami. No, you did. No, it's been a beef for a while. This all stemmed from when Jake Paul 
talk smack about one of Ben Askren's training partners, Tyron Woodley, who's also a UFC fighter, and he called him out, and Woodley said something back, and then DC said something about calling out Tyron Woodley, and then Jake Paul said something to DC, and they went back and forth on Twitter, and that was going on, and then there's a UFC 261 in Jacksonville, and then Jake Paul showed up, and the whole crowd had choice words for Jake Paul, and they chanted something in unison, and then Daniel Cormier stood up, and Jake Paul went to him, and it was like, hey, uh, I'll beat you up, and Daniel Cormier's like, no, you won't, and then it was back and forth, and I don't care, so I'm not sure, Brent. I really don't care, because here's... Here's what I can't believe, okay? And I've said this before a little bit. Why is Jake Paul living rent-free in every fight fan's head? What? No, and this this is a serious question here. Who is Jake Paul? Like, the, literally the only thing I know about Jake Paul, and it might even be his brother, is that he shot a video in China where somebody hung himself from a tree and they got in trouble for it. Now, Kuz, you have a better idea. Was that his brother or was that Jake Paul? No idea. That was his brother. Okay. So then what does Jake Paul, what does he do? Like, why should I be invested in Jake Paul? Jake and Logan both were probably one of the two most popular people on YouTube at one point. And their YouTube videos were pretty popular. And and that's what got him started. Can't stress this enough, then. Why should I be concerned if a YouTube guy who I, I assume it's funny content that he puts out, like, I don't know. I'm sure it's clips that are like really cut a lot where it's like it's i'm like, here one place well, next part you know it's a lot of like vlog stuff it's like a day in the life of what they're doing but they're usually end up doing stuff like it's like a new age version of um like jackass would be the best oh coos don't put him that category i, I know but, though, the, huh? but that's but that's kind of what it's uh, like now you're gonna don't, watch don't put no uh, no no no, no, no. <laughs> Let's, no. let's like it's less like going out of your way to hurt each other it's just more like that style of like you're kind of just following them do stupid things Here's what I, here's what I gauged from the Jake Paul or Logan Paul fandom. They're extremely rich. They spend a lot of money. People live vicariously through them, and they come across as idiots, and people want to hate on them. Right, Koo's like, there's a group that wants to hate on them. Yes. My question is, why why should I be so entertained? Like, listen, I don't watch YouTube influencers, and I'm not trying to flex or anything. I'm not trying to say, get off my lawn. I just don't do it. I don't have enough hours in the day. Now, my son watches YouTube stuff all the time with like these kids that play with toys. I mean, Ronan, I bought you toys. How about you play with them? Whatever, though. That's his prerogative. That's how he spends his YouTube time. He gets, he gets, like, 30 seconds, he gets like 30 minutes a night. So be it, Ronan. Do what you want to do. I don't have time to watch these influencers. So, like, literally, Jake Paul or Logan Paul, I could care less. Like, I don't need to see them fight MMA fighters or professional boxers because, like, I'm not even in. I'm not even invested where it's like I want to see them get knocked out. I just don't care because I don't know who they are. I've never seen a, a video, and it doesn't matter to me. That's where I'm at, Brent. That's why I don't talk about them. Yeah, I. I mean, I get it. Uh, it feels like Jake Paul has in, invaded uh, your sport. Almost like the the national media is now invading Jacksonville for like the first time ever. Yeah, uh, oh, don't, don't 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 compare Jake Paul to Jacksonville, though, Brent. Come on, man. No, I was comparing Jake Paul to the national media. Oh, I got you. I got you. Okay, yeah, fair enough then. Yeah, they're yeah. the ones that are invading our I territory. You. I got you. Uh, it sounds like uh, you're uh, don't like the fact that he's invading. Uh, your sport. Stay in boxing at no, the very I least. Just, I, no, I did. I mean, hey, the, the, the whole point of the sport is to make money. People want to watch Jake Paul do his thing. More power to you. It's more eyes on you. I just feel like, dude, I, I could care less. Like, if Jake Paul wants to fight Daniel Cormier, then so be it. But, like, 
I just don't see from because like he, Cormier is not the only one, Brett. Like everybody's trying to call it Jake Paul right now, and my question is why? Like who yeah, cares? Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah, I would fight him for free. There. I'll literally <laughs> fight that dude for free just for the fun of it. I don't oh, care. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. The challenge is on, Jake yeah, Paul. I'll fight you for free. Tweet that one out, uh, Coos. <laughs> <laughs> it's on. Yeah. Challenge accepted. Yeah. Uh, hey, I do want to ask you, national media is invading Jacksonville a bit now. Real quick thought on that. Uh, how good is this for Jacksonville? Trevor Lawrence, Urban Meyer. There's a story today in the New York Times. Uh, Jack's fan base was even recognized in that. Uh, and there were some quotes from, from uh, some of our Bold City Brigaders. And there's a lot of attention on Meyer. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence is getting a lot of love. Transcending Jacksonville, it feels like he will. Uh, big face of the NFL. Uh, there was Albert Breer talking Shad Khan today in Sports Illustrated. There was Trevor Lawrence two weeks ago in Sports Illustrated. Jacksonville is involved in all of this. There will be Peter King that will be here. There will be Marty Smith that will be with Trevor. There will be uh, James Palmer from NFL Network. I think he's already here, actually, reporting all week. Cool. How? Is 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 it is it cool? Like, do we need that? Do the Jags need that, um, or is there a little bit of a sense that sometimes, like, thanks, where you've been, you know, glad you're here now, or do, do we seriously like? You have a better feel than me on this, like, because I look at it from the business point of view. It's like, where were you when you were when when I just sat through two and fourteen and three and thirteen, and now you're stealing my interviews, national media. Oh, so Brent's <laughs> a little bitter about that. Yeah, you know, I'm 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 down. I can. Yeah, I, you know, it's okay if you are. It's all right. I, I, I think it's. I think it's important, though. First of all, I think it's important for the Jaguars to take care of the local media as well, because mm. I think we talk to their customers every day, mm. um, and they do. I mean, they, they they will, I think, and they should. And they, <laughs> Still waiting I mean, on that Gardner Minshew interview. <laughs> but, Still but waiting on Gardner Minshew to call in. We are like James Palmer from NFL Network's not talking to their to the your the Jags customer every day. You know, uh, whether it's two and fourteen or fourteen and two. But I do think the brand, the relevancy, all of those things that Urban Meyer is really pushing now and did so at Ohio State and Florida, I think for Shad Khan, I think for the Jags in general, I think there is an important nature of that on the national scene uh, to be like, hey, we're a bigger player than you think. Do you think it's important? It's definitely important. And once again, I, I get all the hype, right? Like, I, I think any publicity is good publicity. And right now, the Jaguars are feasting on it just because there's a lot to talk about. There's Urban Meyer and there's Trevor Lawrence. But I'm reminded back in 2018 in the off season when people were excited because, well, the Jacksonville Jaguars went to uh, the AFC Championship game in 2017. They're the hot team. They're the sexy team. It's like everybody was picking them to go to the Super Bowl. So they were being talked about. Why? Because, well, they were supposed to be a winner. Now, we know how 2018 turned out. I don't got to go back down that road. That's what I'm more concerned about. Like, to me right now, this is all just a flash in the pan. This this is going to go away. You're, you're not going to be able to sustain uh, this intrigue and all of this stuff that's happening right now. Because it's fresh. It's exciting. And people need a story. Urban Meyer's the story. And Jacksonville getting Trevor Lawrence is the story. But if you want to maintain this and have these guys come in and out every single time and have Brent Martin will be ticked off because he can't get an interview anymore because <laughs> they're going to national guys. I have to hear about it from Brent, and then we got to go threaten somebody. If we want to do that, the Jaguars have to win on the field. 
And they have to not only win on the field for one season and once again have a flash in the pan, they have to do it on a consistent basis. They have to build that tradition. They have to build that culture. If they do that, then, yeah, the sky's the limit. I don't care what the population is here. I don't care, you know, how fresh of a team the Jacksonville Jaguars are. If they're winning, people will talk about them. Simple as that. Yeah, well, I think of, like, Buffalo right now getting a lot of love, right? Cleveland yeah, as they getting be, a lot of love. Yeah. yeah, Seattle, to me, still is one of the great examples of this because Seattle pre-2012 was irrelevant, man. Like, you could have named five players on their team, and that's a bigger market than Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. But it's still, like, they're way out there. They're not winning Nobody knows about him. I still make the claim that Arizona has had a sense of this. Now that's changing. Kyla Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, J.J. Watt, they're getting big-name star power in there. So it's not like – it's not just Jacksonville, okay? This isn't a Jacksonville thing. But I do wonder at times – I try to – I've been thinking about this last few days, especially with, like, all of the folks coming in, all the articles being written, the Trevor Lawrence – just how he might transcend the city. And if they continue to win, win, win – I, I really do think there's something to that national brand. Like, seeing when when they did have Telvin Smith and Calais Campbell and all these other guys, Bortles and Leonard Fournette, on Good Morning Football, mm. like, I think it felt good in a subconscious way to the city of Jacksonville, the Jags fans, to see their players on, to mm-hmm. see Nate Burleson and others wearing that jersey. And, that you know, and, and again, I mean, I'm a local media guy. I, there's There's parts of it that are like, all right, really, uh, if I'm being truly honest. But I do think there's a relevance there and importance to that uh, that that I think almost makes, like, the Jacksonville Jaguars fan kind of puff their chest out a little bit more. I don't know if I have a right read on that, but I do think there is that element um, of it, especially because we just haven't had that, man. I mean, yeah. we've had one year of it, yeah. one year of it over the last 15 years. As big of a machine as the NFL is, the Jags have not been – kind of part of that everyday machine based on their record. I mean, either two things are going to happen. Either this team is going to start winning and they're going to start talking about us, or this team is going to start winning and they won't, in which case then I get to go out to the national media again. And let me tell you, (laughs) when I do, my tweets, my mentions, my likes, my retweets are extra, extra juicy. Not to say I really care about that because I don't, but I'm just saying I don't care either way. So it's on the national media for this one. You guys can play ball and cover the Jaguars if they start winning, or don't and see what happens. Choice is theirs. People have asked me a lot over the years about the TV market here, like in Jacksonville and the radio market, and I say, I always say this, and this is why it's such a great market in my opinion. I don't know if I'm 100% right, but this is my philosophy on it. It's like even if the Jags were to win for the next five years and, and be a, a player and a contender, I just don't get the sense that they are going to park NFL Network and ESPN and other places right here in Jacksonville. I think they'll come visit from time to time, but I don't get the sense they're going to park like they do Dallas, you know, Mm -hmm. the Giants, the Rams. I mean, they still cater to those big, big markets for obvious reasons. And I'm not saying that in a negative way, because I actually say it in a positive way. I think it's good for us locally, (laughs) because if you want a lot of Jags talk, you still got to listen in to Mm -hmm. ESPN 690. You still have to watch CBS 47 and Fox 30, even in their good. You're going to have to do that. So I actually think it's a great place to be in a in local TV and local radio and sometimes local length. You know, TV is, is going away in some areas. I don't think it's going to do that here in Jacksonville. So uh, it's a fascinating kind of philosophical look at it uh, from my point of view as well. Hey, hey Brent, uh, wait, wait, be honest, though, real quick, be honest. How many, when, ja- when Trevor Lawrence gets drafted, 
How many national interviews of Trevor Lawrence before you lose it and you start to go on a tirade because you haven't get to, got to talk to him yet after being to his hometown? We're talking three <laughs> national interviews, four national uh, interviews. I'd probably have to go more than that. More than like four I, national I, listen, interviews, Brent? Well, here's the deal. NFL and ESPN are going to get stuff. They're like they're partners with the league, and they cover it on a 24-hour cycle. You know, yeah, so those guys are going to be inherently, mm-hmm. if they want to be here, here. Mm-hmm. I think guys like Peter King and and even the Albert Breers are going to do that as well. Once you start getting past that, then I might start raising King. Okay, okay so are we talking six then? Six, seven? Because yeah, I'm because I'm going to have a chart in here, and once maybe we get six. to seven, that's when I'm going to need you to go out of your element. And start to really berate somebody and get Trevor Lawrence on the show. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's fair enough. Who's put down seven? That. We'll be on seven Trevor Lawrence interviews after the draft on a national level. If it's more than seven, ho, oh, oh, Brent Martino's coming. Don't, don't. I, I, it's a, it's a long career here for Trevor. Okay. Don't yes. burn any bridges just yet, Austin Lane. What bridges? Okay. We, we burn, we've set up so many bridges. We, we've set up <laughs> skywalks, Brent. You've been to his hometown. You've talked to his people. What bridges? They're unburnable. We're we're bulletproof. What are you talking about, man? Maybe you are. Let's take a break. Okay. We'll get you on the other side. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Have Shock Your Mock coming up next. Only a few more days of it. Draft day just around the corner. We are live at Willie Jewel's Old School Barbecue down here at Mirabella. Come say hello in St. Augustine here until 6 o'clock. Shock Your Mock on the way next. Austin Lane. Are we on right now or not? Like our screen? I guess we're good. Brent Martino. Yeah, you got to okay. go all the way. Yeah, we're back. Thanks for your concern. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Sometimes guys that have arms like his, you know, they don't see a throw that they don't think they, can, they can't they can make, right? Every opening, they think they can put it there, and they have to learn to, to uh, you know, not force things. And, uh, and I think that's probably, for Trevor, that's going to be, you know, he's got the arm talent, uh, he does have the uh, very high football IQ, uh, but I, I think it's going to be, you know, that transition, right? I mean, that's it, a very tough t- transition for anybody, a quarterback going from college to the NFL. Uh, John Shipley. <laughs> no. Dang. I, I have no idea who that was. That is South Florida head coach Jeff Scott. Wow. Hey, no. Hey, 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 former offensive coordinator at Clemson. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, for a second there, I thought that maybe you should have just done, like, the Cancun High School head coach that after your honeymoon. Then I'm taking my hay back, who's makes sense now. I'm like, why are we going to South Florida? For What? Uh, Brett Marto, uh live at Willie Jules Old School Barbecue here in St. Augustine. Austin Lane back to the Action Sports Jack Studios. Coos coming off the honeymoon. He's got married. He's still married. That's a good start uh, to a long, long relationship. Uh, congratulations to both of you and the families. I'm sure everybody's still excited. So we get the party, by the way, Coos, in like uh, Labor Day weekend. Is that the deal? Yeah, mm. that's the that's the plan as of right now. I mean. The uh, the state of North Carolina needs to open up a little bit more if we're going to do that. So we're just kind of seeing where that goes. Maybe we should have Dana White go talk to him. Coos, <laughs> <laughs> uh, open bar or what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Good, 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 good. Oh, yeah. Good. Uh, b- beer, alcohol or just beer? Oh, all, all alcohol. <laughs> Wait, all alcohol? Well, Does I mean, open... liquor and beer oh, okay, and wine. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Does yeah. the open bar start before our show? 
Probably. <laughs> <laughs> and what time is the ceremony at on Friday? I would assume around 5. Okay. Okay. Now, is it going to be like a dialysis machine there for me to pump up my blood? <laughs> yes. We I can have poisoned? one on standby, yeah. Okay, fantastic. Hey, hey by the way, Coos, no one, no one Austin who probably just have a fight like on Saturday or something. I'm yeah. sure I would, yeah. <laughs> that's probably going to happen. That's the way it usually goes down. Um, not get in a fight. Have a fight, by no, the way. No, for sure. That, that was. Yeah. I'm not going to fight any of your relatives, Coos. Don't worry about that. <laughs> That'd be a fun hey, let's, story. Let's yeah. get to Steven real quick. He's been hanging there. We got Chuck your mock. Uh, Steven, what's happening in Action Sports Shacks on a Monday here on ESPN 690? Hey, not too much. Got the call and wish coos. Congratulations. Uh, wanted to let you know, Brett, got my shirt. Oh, good deal. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah, but I did request an XLT. I share Austin's problem of being too tall. Hey, yeah, man. Yeah, you did. Uh, hey, man. There's been a lot of requests for mediums and triple XLs. <laughs> XLTs? <and> listen. <laughs> From this uh, show? I mean, I can only order so many in bulk, you know? I mean, what do you think I am, a oh. distributor? I'm just yanking your chain. It's a... I, I know, I know. Uh, so what you got today? Uh, my question is, you know, for a couple weeks now, this whole players' union and several teams have said, hey, we're not going to participate in all this. Uh, and many theories going on that, you know, vets just don't are talking to rookies that don't know any better that say, hey, don't show up because they might lose your spot. But given the fact that we have so much youth on our team, and now we got a new system, new coaches and coordinators. Do you think Urban's going to do his best to try and get these guys there for the voluntary stuff to just kind of get in, in unison with one another to try and get a leg up, if you will, on some of the other teams that are canceling out their voluntary workouts? Yeah, it's interesting. Thanks, Stephen. Appreciate the call, man. Um, yeah, there's always so much he can do. They're, they're, they are voluntary, okay? Uh, I think this has been more – I was in the building last week, the Jags headquarters, and there were a lot of players in there. I was surprised. I, I guess I didn't expect to see all the players based on the virtual nature uh, and the voluntary nature and what's going on around the league. But I saw quite a few players. Now, I didn't do a head count, okay? I don't know how many are missing. Not all players are there, but I think there's quite a few there. Mm-hmm. And and I'll say this too, Austin. I saw Daniel Thomas over the weekend. I ran into him, uh, the rookie from Auburn from last year, now second-year player. Mm-hmm. And ironically, yesterday when I saw him, he was, it was the anniversary of when he got drafted. Uh, and he also told me it was his mom and dad's anniversary, which is kind of cool. Uh, but I asked him a little bit just quick thoughts about Urban, and, and he said, man, you can feel it. You could feel the changes. And uh, kind of what you told, it, it, it was funny. He said something about the facility, you know, and just the idea that they're going to have that and, and all these things. He brought that up. And it was a brief conversation. But he then mentioned, he's like, I said, yeah, that's a big deal, isn't it? You know, And he said, yeah, just the idea that you can go, you don't have to go off-site to go get, whether it's acupuncture or cupping or yoga or what, I don't know what it is. Okay, I'm just throwing stuff out there. But I remember when we had the facility talk, you mentioned that. You know, it's kind of a big deal that everything's right there for you mm-hmm. where you don't have to go. And it seems a little elementary, right, maybe a little trivial, but it, it's there's an importance to it. And so it's just interesting that you had brought that up. And then in a two- or three-minute conversation about what Myers doing, what the Jags are doing, Daniel Thomas brought that up. So uh, you can – I really could sense uh, from – there's a distinct difference from a year ago in that building for this guy who was a rookie to now his year two under Urban Meyer. He can really feel a difference. 
Yeah, and that's what it's all about. It's having that hub, having everything under one roof, um, and there's a convenience to it, right? Because NFL players, you make a lot of money. So essentially, in terms of recovery, you can do whatever you want. You can spend as much money as you want, you know, within reason, obviously. But the one thing that you can't have is the convenience factor. Now, you can build all the stuff at your house if you need to. That's going to be very, very expensive. Not every player can afford that. So then when you add convenience to it, that's the next step. Every player can get you know acupuncture and, and have a chiropractor and, and all this type and get needling, all that type of stuff. But to have it under one roof with the convenience factor, that's huge. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, you know what else is huge? Shock your mock. That's what it's I heard. Been unbelievable. Day in, day out, even when Kuz missed it. Let's hopefully, let's hope that Kuz remembers all the buttons, including the one to kick it Hot off. <laughs> Hot keys. Nope, the, the buttons, Kuz. He is none other than the Shaq Master! Gonna shock yo mock! We're gonna shock yo mock! Brutality, don't you think? Shocking. Gonna shock yo mock! We're gonna shock yo mock! Shocking upset. I feel shocked. Shock yo Shocked. Yo, I am shocked. I mean, I am shocked. That's what I mean. I am. Um, Austin. Yeah, what's up, man? Is Kuz still there? Kuz is here. What's going on? I can't hear anything. You're just gonna come in during the Shocky Mock song. Kuz, be okay? I can't hear a thing. I mean, can you hear me right now? I didn't hear the last two minutes. We're, I don't think anything changed. No, but we just played the song. I don't hear the song. No, we Didn't just... Didn't even know we were still on. No, we're good. Yeah, I mean, we we, we, we talked. You told Kuz to go to Shock Your Mock. We played the song, and now we're here. I, oh, okay. I think I know what happened. Just to tell you, Kuz, I did not hear the song, which means... Well, I, and then I also just didn't, like, it just went, like, silent. So well, I was like, Kuz messed it up. Hold His on, first day back and oh, he no, messed no, no, it no, up. No, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me just make sure you hear this, right? Yes. Okay, we fixed the problem. All right, you might want to get off the rails ready, too, if that happens again. <laughs> we all good, that, everybody? Yeah, that was oh, odd. Yeah, I, I, I'm just telling you, like, I thought I, like, got disconnected. Like, it got so quiet. How much then, time? How much time is it right now? Because it's 4:44. Okay. Well, you you the, better get going. Well, the train was leaving the station at 4:30, and now 15 minutes after the fact, Shocking Mock is getting affected. So I got to know how much time I got here, Brent, because it's 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 a different Shocking Mock type of day. You have about eight minutes. We can make that work. Okay. So all the buttons are ready to roll, Kuz. You're back. You're, you're back in Shocking Mock mode. Because so help me, it's a Monday. A lot of energy. The fights are the weekend. I didn't go to the fights personally. I went to anime instead, like a real winner, but it's okay. Before we get started, though, a couple housekeeping things. I see the comments. No, there's not going to be a shock your mock MLB baseball mock drafting. <laughs> what, what, absolutely not. But what I can do for everybody to get your shock your mock fix is I can offer a shock your mock turtleneck edition where you send in pictures of your mock turtlenecks and I will eviscerate you people. No T-shirts. <laughs> No turtlenecks, but maybe it's something where the, you know, the, the theme song can keep on playing and we can still have some fun with it. So keep a lookout for a Shock Your Mock Turtleneck Edition coming this fall. I dropping like this it. fall. All right, Kuz, let's get to it. So this guy, uh, Orin, Orion, Orin, 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 
Are you Mr. Haynes? Oren, Mr. Haynes. So we had Oren, Oren, Oren Haynes. Um, this is a special shock here, mock today, because this gentleman didn't reach out on Twitter because he doesn't have Twitter. Now, you could have signed up for Twitter. It takes about ten minutes. You could have, you know, sent your your mock draft like everybody else has, and you could have got your free T-shirt. He opted to go on Instagram and go in Kuz's DMs and drop his shock your mock. A first time ever, I think, or maybe second time. We might have done this before a little bit. But really a first time ever in terms of somebody going into Kuz's DMs, and I'm meaning sliding. I'm talking about Ricky Henderson sliding right into those DMs to purvey his mock draft. Now, this one's been marinating for a while. It's been in there soaking up uh, the DM for about, I don't know, Kuz, what do you say, about a month now? Yeah, something like about that. About a month now. So let's go ahead and see or, or on, what is his Instagram handle. Doesn't matter, does it? Because it's Instagram, and who cares? Well, yeah, it's connected to Facebook now. So he actually sent it to us on Facebook, but they're all connected now. Sure, they are. All right, so Oren Haynes, mock draft. Let's get it. Is it up? Yeah. Hey, somebody's still in Mexico because I haven't got a thumbs up yet. No, no, no. We're, I literally have it's four it. minutes for this thing. <laughs> Unbelievable. Is it up? Yes. Okay, fantastic. All right, there it is. Thumbs are up. Let's get ready to go. Uh, pick number one. Uh, maybe we can send this guy a T-shirt. I don't know how we message him. It's not on Twitter, but we'll see. Oh, and by the way, did I mention this is a special slide into your DMs, shock your mock. Well, we slow things down a little like bit. We get a little more sensual, a little Charlie Wilson, a little boys to men, a little key sweat. Who's key sweat? You may not know him if you're too young. That's okay. That's what your mom and dad listen to, to have you. So just go with the flow. Pick number one, Trevor Lawrence coming to Jacksonville. Mm, mm, mm. It's pretty obvious at this point. Shout out to the Ford dealerships, those local Ford dealerships. You need us some love right now because they're in shambles. Because Trevor Lawrence is getting those national endorsements. Doesn't have time for the local Ford endorsements. But if you're interested, hit me up, everybody. Hey, Ford. <laughs> hey, everybody. Let's do a practice one real quick. Let's, let's turn down the... Hey, what's up? It's Austin Lane for Ford, and uh, if you, you know, good cars, quality, American-made, I played for the Lions. All right, let's go back now. (laughs) This guy traded up, and he traded up big time. Traded away 25, 45, and 249 for Kyle Pitts at pick number eight. I like it. You know how I feel about Kyle Pitts. But this is a giant tease. Why? Because he didn't use AWS for this one. I only like AWS to get me in the mood. If it's not AWS, then what are we doing? And AWS wouldn't allow this trade to happen because essentially what happened was you traded away 25, 45, and 249 for number eight. No team's going to do that. You're living in a fantasy land. Come back down to reality here, Orin or Aaron Haynes. Pick number 33, we're going to Elijah Moore, Mississippi. This guy may be, you know, he's... <laughs> Never mind. I almost went down. We're back. Uh, Elijah Moore. <laughs> I'm not going to... I almost went, off too, too, almost went off the rails too much, but we're okay. Uh, but we're back with Elijah Moore. You know what? I'm not going to lie. I want to see Trevin Moore. Like, Trevor and Trevin. You know, we could have been like, hey, let's put, put on some Trevor and Trevin. And uh, really let that album bang. But unfortunately, we got, we got Trevor and Kyle. But with Elijah Moore here, you know, slot receiver. Very intriguing. On the shorter side, can only play the slot. We haven't seen him really in the one yet. We haven't seen him in the two position yet. All we've seen him in is the slot position. Dynamic? Sure. Fast? Well, I hope so because he's really short. 
but I don't know. At pick number 33, you're kind of risking it for the biscuit, everybody. Pick number 65, and oh, Coos, what do we got here? We got a draft need alert coming in with Elijah Molden out of Washington. Coos, okay. Ruin the mood a little bit harder with that loud alarm in my ears. Headphones turned up a little too much in my ears might be bleeding. But that's okay, because we got Elijah Molden playing safety. This guy's a competitor. This guy plays hard. And you know what? He could come in and compete for a starting spot with Jared Wilson right away. I like this pick at 65. Um, I think it's fair. I think it's pretty solid. Not mad at this one. Pick 106, Jammin, Jammin, Yamin Davis. Mm, Yamin Noodles. Let's get it. Uh, Jamin Davis out of linebacker, Kentucky. We've talked about this guy a lot. No way this guy goes at pick 106. Once again, Oren Orion living in fantasy land, right? And I get it with this song. You think we're in fantasy land right now, but this is also shock your mock. And we can't live in too much fantasy land because our fantasy land is powered by AWS. AWS and Ford Mortal Company, two solid sponsors of the show, hopefully going soon. Uh, pick 130, Milton Williams, defensive line, Louisiana Tech. Not bad, okay? It is a draft need alert. <laughs> Coos, quick to the gun. I like it, man. I thought I was going to get to lose it on you in a second because you're a little slower than the first one, but that's okay because it's all good. We're just chilling here. Keith Sweat vibes. Now, this guy is slated to go second round or third round. Is he going to fall this deep? doubt it but even if he did we got to keep in mind with this dude right here from louisiana tech um where are you gonna put him he locks the length and he locks the mass so if that's being said you're not gonna really put him at a three four defensive end technique primarily a nose technique but then it begs the question is he big enough to play nose at 284 pounds absolutely not so where are you gonna put this guy i think he's more of a four three defensive tackle you just took a guy who's playing out of position that is not a turn on uh i am not excited right now with this one pick 145 Ooh, let's go back to brady christensen tackle byu this guy takes mission trips that's cool i guess but does he care about the game of football we asked it about about Trevor Lawrence but with Brady Christensen listen this is a, actually a pretty solid pick if he falls here he probably won't right because once again too much fantasy come back down to reality here Oren come on man I'm trying to give you a t-shirt trying to get, I get you got Kyle Pitts and I like that but come back down to reality a little bit uh in the last pick of the draft Kendrick Green because <laughs> they play football in Illinois I don't think so Illinois players well you know I'm from Wisconsin not a big turn on whatsoever you really do Damp it in the mood right now, Oren. We had the music. You had my voice. We had all the all the accoutrement to have a successful shock your mock session. But you wanted to get cocky and you wanted to slide in Kuz's DMs and throw an Illinois guy at me? Nah, man. Not today. So in retrospect and then recap, let's go back to the synopsis of your entire mock draft. Trevor Lawrence, well, no kidding. Kyle Pitts, I mean, duh, but what, what did it, you know, it's not... It's not accurate. Elijah Moore, okay. Elijah Molden, like that pick a lot. Yamin Davis, not going to happen. Milton Williams, don't like that one. Brady Christensen, okay, pick 145, why not? And then Kendrick Green out of Illinois, nah! So, hope we all learned something today. Oren, Orion, hope we learned that, you know, regardless of shock your mock, we can all love each other, right? But don't ever, and I repeat, don't ever, pick a guy from Illinois. Brent you want to bring, come in for the finish? 
I, I, you're so turned off by Illinois. It's it, it's been like that for the entire time. Well, I, I kind of have to be though, tomorrow. right? I kind of have to be, right? Oh yeah, I can't. Brent's gonna bring the all Illinois team tomorrow. Can't wait. Uh, Orion, Orin, Orin, Orin. Your mock has been shot. Oh yeah, no, uh, no sad, no sad. I mean, no faces of satisfaction emoji faces for you. <laughs> that would have been. We could have sprinkled the emoji. All over <laughs> we should have just put a giant one in the middle of it, like we did with Daniel Jeremiah. Just put that giant emoji in the middle of it. Dang it! Ah, uh, oh, there's always next right, year. Snap out of it, people. Snap right. out of it. Uh, uh, the hip- Hypnosis is over. Uh, we are going to go football at five when we come back. Come we'll on. Let Austin wind down from that. Wind down a little bit, everybody. Football at five on the way. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Brent Martineau from Willie Jules Old School Barbecue here on ESPN 690. And we do want to remind you, folks, Jags fans, you can win a chance to meet the pick courtesy of TIAA Bank. Just visit TIAABank.com slash meet the pick to register each day through draft night. No purchase required to enter or win for eligibility and other details. See the official rules at TIAABank.com slash meet the pick just days away. We'll be right back on ESPN 690.